This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Let's get to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with Joe Ostrowski. Lion stuff is just, oh my God, I just want to vomit. Aaron Hawksworth. Woo! That's all I have to say to that. And Ed Egros. We will do the work for you. On the BetQL Network. You know what we've done for this wildcard round? I think on every series that we've gone over, we've made an argument for a two-game sweep in like every series. Mm -hmm. Or someone on the panel has. It's going to be a boring wildcard round. You know what we've done? (laughs) And guess what? (laughs) And guess what? (laughs) And guess what? It turned out to be a sweepsmiss. Welcome to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Ed Egros, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you from 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Listen to the show on the Odyssey app. Watch the show on twitch.tv slash BetQL on YouTube. And follow us on X at BetQL Daily. Hey, joining us on the program today, pro sports better Cleb T.A. shares his best bets for Sunday's NFL action. But we have got a busy, busy program for you today. So let's go ahead and jump right on in to all of our big baseball bets for today, Aaron. And we are done. There is no baseball today. Four series, four sweeps, all two games to nothing, which means we don't get baseball today. And we are forced to watch the Bears and Commanders for our primetime festivities Oh, how lucky are we, Aaron, that we get to, uh, instead of watch exciting baseball, we uh, get Bears Commanders. Yes, I'm actually excited. I love football. You got me for a second. I was like, today's plays? Like, I don't have any baseball plays. (laughs) I fell for that one. I was thinking about it. What are more people going to be watching on Saturday? MLB, college football? Is this the situation where you've got to have multiple screens? Always multiple screens. I, I feel like that we've got, you know, one of the smartest audiences uh, out there going in the sports ether. And I got to believe that everyone by now is capable of having a second, maybe even a third screen in some way, whether you're dealing with a tablet on your phone, maybe a second television setup, something like that. Now is the time when you really need to have that second, third screen handy somewhere. Now, I think the bigger question for me, Aaron, is, okay, does baseball belong on the tablet, the phone? Do you put baseball up top? Like, what sport is the one where you have to have it on the Mm. biggest screen and then the other sports can be on the smaller ones? I think it depends like on the college football matchup that you're most intrigued by. Like maybe you switch it up throughout the day, you know, and uh, Mm -hmm. because baseball playoffs, I mean, it's been fun, wild what happened yesterday and some Mm. of the games I'm looking forward to in college football, 
not the most exciting slate, so I think I'll be I'll have it on rotation. Which one is my main screen? No, I like that. I, th- I think that's a great plan uh, coming in. Like, don't don't pigeonhole yourself one way or the other. I think that's a good way to go. Well, let's talk about uh, all the excitement that happened yesterday. We'll start with the Rangers and the Rays. Rangers dominated Tampa Bay seven to one yesterday. The run differential for the two game series was eleven to one. Aaron, I know you're a Rangers backer, but with how Nathan Eovaldi pitched, how you had hitters sort of at the bottom of the lineup being able to produce, young guys producing as well, it really does feel like that they are sort of coming together at just the right time, despite sort of falling apart at the end of September. But with such an impressive run in just two games, it really does feel like that they're putting together the best performance that they can coming up against the O's and the ALDS. Yeah, I agree. You know who's been impressive? Evan Carter, the number nine Mm -hmm. prospect in baseball. He's only played 23 games in the regular season, got called up in September, I believe. Yeah, September 8th. And he's been really, really good. Kind of having his breakout moment here in the playoffs as well. Uh, In the wild card series, three for four with two doubles, one homer, three walks, one strikeout, one hit by pitch in two games. So I think he has been awesome so far and a bright spot. Also, did I see that Max Scherzer threw a pain-free bullpen? That it true? looks like he did. He looks like he <laughs> did. I don't know exactly what that's going to mean, but definitely it's uh, just something to be mindful of. I mean, what was so impressive uh, in that two-game stretch was just how Rangers starters didn't issue any walks in the series. Great pitch selection by Eovaldi. Didn't use the fastball more than 40% of the time. Really felt like he kept Rays hitters guessing, which is good. Mike Maddox, brother of Greg Maddox, the pitching coach. And even though, all right, let's say Scherzer is sort of quasi unavailable or, you know, he's not sort of up to snuff as far as if he can go out there in some way, shape or form. At least it's one of those things where if there is an obvious ceiling with Rangers pitching, at least it's a higher one than maybe we were originally anticipating with Montgomery and Evaldi pitching so well. And look, it was a good matchup for the Rangers using sinkers and cutters, you know, things, uh, you know, that the Rangers can certainly hit. The Rays weren't able to do it as well. And that's why Eflin got shellacked. And so it's one of those things where there are certain pitches, not the fastball per se, but other off-speed pitches, Joe, that Rangers hitters can hit fairly well. And I think that's a really important nugget to think about going forward. Yeah, I know a lot. I know some Rays fans and they were just like in shock and I didn't quite get it because on one hand, it is baseball and anything can happen but i'm just annoyed with the whole race thing like if you're going to be the organization Mm -hmm. that talks about how great you are and how you're the smartest people in the room and look we've dealt (laughs) with all of these injuries which i think they need to take a deep dive into like why did they have 10 pitchers on the injured list at the end of the season but like if if you're going to brag about all that and say we still won 99 games in spite of all that like i'm not going to give you a pass when it comes to no showing in a, in a spot that everybody had you winning, everybody okay. did. And you know, yeah, you give some credit to Montgomery, but you've got to look at that, that team. It's like they no showed for two 
days. And yes, I understand that all your high-end starters or your young high-end starters that you think are all going to win Cy Youngs, uh, you didn't have any of them. And you have the Ron Wander Franco situation. You lost another guy to a kneecap issue. Like, There's been a lot. But like, which one is it? Are you the great organization? Are you able to win 99 games no matter what happens to you? Or are you going to take the easy way out when you get shellacked for two games? Are you going to fall flat every single October? How do they address that concern? <laughs> so good in the regular season, start off 13-0 and 0 and fall flat in October. None of that matters what happens in the regular season. Congratulations, really. you get a little trophy. But uh, the, the goal <laughs> is the World Series. I get that the postseason can be a bit of a crapshoot, and it was only a few years ago when the Rays made the World Series, but I, I'm with you, Joe. Something about these injuries, it, it, there's something odd about it. Maybe it's just that they are investing in injury-prone players because they have a smaller payroll and they're willing to take those risks. It may be as simple as that, or there may be yeah. something else going on, but it does feel like an influx of cash may be the best bet as far as the Rays are concerned, just so that maybe the facilities, training, things like that uh, could be more up to snuff. But the Rays are done and the Rangers are moving on. Let's move on now to the Twins and the Jays. Minnesota uh -huh. is advancing past Toronto. Joe, I feel for the city of Toronto. If it's not the Maple Leafs who are always crashing and oh. burning come Stanley Cup playoff time, or the Raptors, you know, fresh off an NBA championship, they've just imploded. Now we have the Blue Jays and having no faith in them whatsoever. They lose to Minnesota two to nothing. Uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. gets picked off at the worst possible time. You'd think these guys have been in baseball long enough for that not to happen. You can't win when you don't score any runs. That should be the lead here, but it's not the lead here. It should be the lead that this team with all of this offensive talent that they have couldn't score any runs in a do or die spot. But the lead is what the manager decided to do. And I got to tell you guys, at the end of this game, I was like, you know what? I just might not bet the rest of the playoffs because I've been getting my ass kicked. And I, I, lo <laughs> I, and I lost this it's one time, <laughs> but I thought. Yeah, I know. It's getting back at me for the for the Orioles. But like it was one of these games where I had right process, wrong result, because I sat here yesterday and I talked about Barrios getting yanked early on. Any sign of any trouble, he's gonna be gone. I just picked the wrong bet. Like Paul picked the right one with the under on the outs recorded. I picked the under on the strikeouts, and Barrios was so good that he went over his strikeout prop. After one time through the lineup, that's how sharp he was in his first 47 pitches. He got five punch outs the first time through the lineup, and it was evident during the game when he talked to the on-field reporter, Schneider did, and just like everything we we're hearing and how itchy he was to pull Barrios. I didn't understand it at all. And then, oh, there's a walk. We've got to yank this guy. What happens? First three, get on base against Kikuchi. I could not understand the thought process there. Like, yes, you have to have a plan in place, especially in a do-or-die spot. But I'm rolling with Barrios. I know they're very scared about leaving him in for one batter too long. That could decide the end of the season and all that stuff. But I didn't see any reason to get that guy out of the game. I don't care what information they had.
What an idiot Schneider is. What a moron this guy is. Are you kidding me? As soon as as soon as they showed the relievers warming up in the second inning, I like I knew we were it. dead. I knew I we were dead. Like, yeah. I get it. I get what the numbers say. And I get, like, Barrio's second time through the order against lefty batters. The slugging numbers were terrible. But, like, mm-hmm. at that point, like, Let me see he it. was so good. That was the best he he's so looked good. all year. He looked yeah. awesome. You have to roll with him. Especially if your solution is to bring in another starter. How many times have we seen a manager bring in a <laughs> starter with runners on and it blows up immediately? Almost every mm-hmm. time. Like, at least go to a reliever. Like, I know everyone, and you're right. Like, if you don't score runs, you can't win a game. But that's like a deflating thing to do. As soon as, because as soon as Brios comes out, you give up the the lead, technically the tie. Like, you give the Twins the lead right away. How are you supposed to bounce back? And Vladdy, I mean, waving to the dugout to review it. He's out by not even a country mile, two country miles. <laughs> idiot. Like, it was just so stupid. But as soon as Brios went out, I knew we were dead. Like, once they showed Cabrera ro- warming up in the second inning, I was like, Schneider's oh, yeah. going to do something really, really stupid in the next mm-hmm. inning or two, and then we just lose. Wh- so, you know what? Why is this Whatever. on Schneider? Why is this on Schneider? Like, the front office has a lot to say with, as far as, you know, if a starter doesn't do well second time through the order, third time through the order, whatever, there are plans in place where they are telling the manager, infrastructurally, that is what you are supposed to do. And look, the numbers kind of bear this out. Like, I don't have a problem with this at all. The lead should be the lack of offense because the offense has been a problem this whole time. Toronto should have been in contention to win this division, and they never really were because this offense doesn't have any pop to it. That's the problem. It's not Barrios getting yanked early. The pitching was fine overall. You allow just two runs. You put yourself in a position to win this ball game. Like, are we guy? Are we expecting that Barrios was supposed to go through seven strong innings and not allow any runs at all? That's ridiculous. Like, that's not going to happen. So, to me, no. there are no, far no, 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 bigger no, no. examples. You've got there are far bigger examples of managers or front offices who yank pitchers a little too early this really isn't one of them the hitting was terrible that's why they lost this series no 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 you've got to be able to adjust the reason schneider's getting blamed and i get your point that this is on the organization this was the plan that was put in place but he's the face of the decision because he's the guy that walked out to the mound and he yanked the guy and even when he was looking awesome it was clear in the in-game interview, like, I'm pulling this guy very, very soon. Very soon. There was no sign of any trouble. That's why I have a problem with it. And I, I think it was deflating for the team. Like, you know, I'll rip on A-Rod as much as anyone, but he was talking about it beforehand. He's like, if they really do this, if I'm on the other side, I'm so excited because we cannot touch this guy right now. I need to see some sign of trouble. I understand the plan that is in place, but you've got to be able to adjust to the game that is happening in front of your eyes. And Schneider's getting blamed because it didn't look like he did that at all. Like Jake said, it's the best he's looked all year. Like, why am I going to assume, okay, now that they see him again, that he's going to go back to being awful until I see it? I'm not making that move. But by the time that happens, then you have allowed runs. Like, you really don't have that much time to say, hey, if it doesn't work out, well, okay, well, you look great up until that point. Like, you know, data matters. Like, experience matters, Aaron. 
At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire. By famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. I just think also we need to give some credit to the Twins pitching staff. Holding this Blue Jays lineup to what? One run on 15 hits, five walks in two games? I think they should deserve some credit here. They suck. Twins suck. They do. I don't, the Lopez, Lopez and Gray were dying to give that game away. This is, again, back yep. to the Blue Jays offense. They there had a go. million people this on base. This is why you guys are going to be on all offseason. They were dying to lose. <laughs> yeah, how could they? I mean, it's Matt Chapman should have had a double, like misses a double by a, a foot. Like the Blue Jays' yeah. offense just unfortunately sucks even more, and that was on me to not know that. They still do suck. Astros team total against Lopez blind, whatever it is. Yep. All right. No, that's fair. That's fair. They pitched well in this series, but Blue Jays hitting—that's the problem. That's yes, what they need to right. focus on in I some way, you. shape, or form. It's awful. It's awful. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, because we have no baseball today, we are all locked in for Bears Commanders. We'll talk about how we're going to bet it right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.